Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime, the podcast where I tell you about cybercrimes committed in various cyber ways. Today, we're going to talk about one of the most common cybercrimes, credit card fraud. Very fun one, I know. When you make a transaction at your favorite retailer or restaurant, you're going to hope your transaction is secure. You may be wondering why you went from swiping your card to using a chip, and that's because it's harder for people to steal credit card information from a chip. The magnetic stripe that you swipe contains all the data you need to steal credit card information, so skimmers can quite easily allow a thief to make a duplicate of your card. We'll talk about this a little more later. Just keep it in mind for now. But just because a card swiping station doesn't have a skimmer placed on it doesn't mean it's immune to malware. Point-of-sales, or POS, systems are computers like any other and may be equally susceptible to malware if you're not careful. Malware can even spread onto other POS systems if they're not properly isolated from each other on a network. This is the story of Dexter, the malware that acts as a card skimmer. Very little is known about the spread of the Dexter malware itself. Most of the information on it was from a now-deleted cybersecurity blog from Seculert. But we do have the Internet Archive available to help us see the initial reports on this malware from Seculert. Secular discovered this malware on December 11th, 2012, right around the holiday season, although according to the blog post, it had been used for about two to three months prior, and nothing quite like it had been seen before. And even though cybersecurity was not the greatest in 2012, this may explain why the virus was able to make its way onto computers on point-of-sale machines without being detected since most antivirus at the time were signature-based, looking for specific pieces of code, rather than looking for certain behaviors. It's still not quite known how Dexter got onto these machines, but some speculation is that it could have been through phishing or a drive-by download, which is a download done automatically without the user's consent or knowledge. I don't think either of these are super likely, since a POS machine wouldn't typically have the ability to even be a target of these attacks, since most can't even browse the web. I think it's likely that Dexter made its way onto a different device first and was able to spread to a POS server by sending itself over the network, or that a hacker was able to get into the network and manually download the malware onto a POS machine. Some sort of worm that helped spread the virus would make a lot of sense, since, well, it was on a lot of POS machines in the same locations. Worms versus viruses can be a little confusing, so I'm just going to clarify one thing for you guys. A worm is a self-contained program that is able to spread itself through a network or through emails. A worm is its own program. A virus infects a specific type of file, or it infects a specific part of your computer. It can still be spread, of course, but it usually has to infect a specific host file. An example of a virus is the Melissa virus. It was not its own program but it was code inside of a Word document. There's a little confusion and arguably some overlap, but I would classify Dexter as a virus because it infects and relies on a specific application that makes a POS machine a POS machine, and the rest of the system isn't really affected. It could have been spread with the help of a worm or, like I said, manually injected. But the virus relies on that specific host application to function. Anyways, virus or worm, we do know that the malware checked to see if the machine was running on a POS system by looking for the software that was used on the machine. Once Dexter found one of the softwares, it could be controlled from a C&C, or Command and Control Server. A C&C server is a computer that allows hackers to control the malware by commanding it to perform tasks remotely. From this server, the hackers could tell Dexter to look through the memory of the POS application and send it right back to them so they can do whatever they please with that information. 
The memory needs to be parsed in order to extract the information, but once that is done, all the information on the magnetic strip of your card is extracted and handed over to the hacker. The magnetic strip of your card holds a lot of information in tracks. Track 1 stores your account number, your name, the expiration date, and pretty much anything relevant to the use of your card, and Track 2 is basically a copy of this without your name, but it also holds the type of transactions permitted by your card. With this information given to the hackers, your credit card can be reliably used by someone else until you eventually report unapproved transactions. This malware worked exactly like a physical card skimmer, but could be installed on devices, so trying to wiggle the scanner at the terminal to see if a skimmer comes loose wouldn't help you much. And yes, I do wiggle the scanner at the card terminal before I use it, especially at the gas station, since those would be a pretty damn easy spot to place them unnoticed and then collect it later. The CNC server was eventually traced to being from the Republic of Seychelles, which is an archipelic island nation in the eastern coast of the Somali Sea. The malware was written in English, which is officially spoken in Seychelles as it was colonized by Great Britain. The server revealed that about 30% of affected POS systems were in the United States, 19% in the UK, and some machines were infected in Canada, Spain, the Netherlands, France, Italy, Russia, Poland, Brazil, Turkey, and well, you get the gist, this was an international malware. It's unknown how many credit cards have been compromised this way, but estimates are in the tens of thousands of cards. According to TechCrunch, banks in South Africa suffered losses in the tens of millions due to a variant of Dexter thought to be modified to avoid antivirus detection by a completely separate European group. With credit cards being virtually skimmed in fast food restaurants, KFC in particular apparently having many of their POS systems infected. Suddenly I'm getting a Taco Bell craving that I want to pay for in cash. Anyways, South African banks noticed credit card fraud skyrocket after people visited popular fast food restaurants. Fast food restaurants are a genius way to target people. Given fast food chains serve a high volume of customers extremely quickly, so tons of credit card numbers could be skimmed and sent to the group every single day. This happened a year after the initial discovery of Dexter, and it is thought that the variants of the malware have been popping up in small scales on POS systems, and could be for years to come if security is not taken seriously and POS systems not scanned for malware. There is a simple way to prevent this malware from stealing credit card information, which is end-to-end -end encryption. Encryption is a method of turning data into an unreadable form so people can't just intercept it and read it. End-to-end -end encryption specifically means the data is encrypted from one endpoint to another. This sounds like it should be normal, however, in the past people used to decrypt data once it made its way onto their servers, and for sensitive information, that's just unacceptable. In 2012, end-to-end -end encryption in POS machines was not as common as it is today. Today, in order to be PCI DSS compliant, PCI DSS being a standard that credit card companies will typically hold you to or they will simply refuse to work with you, POS machines are required to be encrypted both while data is stored and while it is being transferred, like in a transaction. So as long as people use these standards, Dexter may not be as big of a threat as it used to be. Thank you to Seculart Volatility Labs, Computer World, CSO Online, Tech Central, for providing me with valuable information on the Dexter malware, and thank you to PCI DSS Guide for, you know, providing me some information on PCI DSS to confirm my suspicions that encryption should very much be used end-to-end -end on POS machines. And of course, thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Bite Size Cybercrime. My name is Chloe Donis, and until next time, check your bank account for suspicious activity, and stay secure.